Okay, this is Intercity Press's first podcast for today, Friday, December 10th, 2021, here in the Southern District of New York Courthouse. We're covering the case of U.S. versus Ghislaine Maxwell. And after yesterday, a very short day with one of the prosecutors out sick, today they're back in action. In fact, we were told to be here at 9 a.m., and I was, but it didn't start up until after 9.30. First with a witness from the, UN, from the New York City, uh, New York State Department of Motor Vehicles authenticating a uh, non-driver's ID that was remained sealed, and then the witness, Annie Farmer. She's the younger sister of Maria Farmer, um, and uh, she began to tell her tale, how she was living in Arizona with her mother and her younger sister, while Maria was in New York City working for Epstein at age, she was 25 at the time, Maria Farmer, how she was invited to come to New York and did, and how it was a Generally, she read from her diary how it was a, uh, uh, a very impressive trip, the Phantom of the Opera, and um, a city of all possibilities, but how there was a weird incident when they went to a movie. She called it Five Monkeys. It might be called Twelve Monkeys, but that's not the important part. The important part is that there in the movie theater, with Epstein sitting between Annie and Maria Farmer, Epstein began to fondle and rub underage Annie Farmer. And she said she thought it was weird, and what was weirdest of all is whenever Maria Farmer would then talk to Epstein from the other side, he would stop. But Annie Farmer never told Maria Farmer because she realized that was her boss, that if she would act protective, she'd probably lose her job. In fact, even in the first journal that she wrote when she got back to Arizona, it was just a very positive portrayal of the trip. Then a later entry raised it. It's, it's quite credible. Uh, um, after that, there was a trip to New Mexico where it was just Annie Farmer, Ghislaine Maxwell, who wasn't really present in the New York trip, so that's, there's that, and Epstein on the Zorro Ranch in New Mexico. And there, this is going to be the problem. The thing is that the age doesn't work out for it to be illegal in New Mexico, and that's what the defense is saying. I'll get to that in a moment. In New Mexico, um, they were on an isolated ranch, large ranch, uh, purchased by Epstein, seemingly with money pilfered from Les Wexner, maybe with Les Wexner's knowledge, maybe blackmail money, who knows? He bought a big ranch. And on this ranch, Maxwell burst into action. Maxwell asked Andy Farmer to take her clothes off. Maxwell caressed Andy Farmer. Highly uncomfortable, didn't like it. It was Maxwell. Now, we haven't gotten to that yes on the cross. This podcast is taking place 15 minutes into the cross-examination by... Maxwell's lawyer, lawyer or manager of, of Denver, Colorado. What she's begun to do, she's begun to pick apart the New York trip and say Maxwell wasn't present. Maxwell didn't take you to the Lion King. Maxwell didn't buy you a ticket. Maxwell didn't, you know, she ran through a whole litany. I'd kind of expected some objections, of which there were a number of objections from Maxwell during the direct testimony, but there were no objections. Again, they're counting on the jury understanding that these are desperate tactics. It hasn't gone into smear world yet. Then again, it's not Peggy Luca, who is... Uh, that's his specialty, apparently. We'll see how Manager takes it when she gets to the New Mexico testimony. But the one thing she did point out, and I think that's the beginning of their defense to this, is that the only way they can bring this in as a crime, as opposed to sort of relevant conduct, is to talk about trafficking. Did they fly her to New York where the age would have been relevant? And breaking that link, saying that the travel to New York was entirely arranged by you know, Epstein paying, and Epstein paid also, this is an aside, to a, for, a, for a trip to Thailand and Vietnam, 
telling any farmer that this would help her get into. He, he was pitching UCLA, and it was sort of an echo of um, the Varsity Blues trials more recently. But obviously, I've seen it's like Varsity Blues on steroids. In any event, speaking of blue, the UN blue is a fraud. We've asked the United Nations a number of times that even after it was well known that Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell were associated with pedophilia, why was it that the UN allowed Maxwell to have a press conference outside the UN and Antonio Guterres had a representative, one of only five people on the board of Terramar? Why was it that this UN fellowship of Epstein hasn't been exposed and the ambassador of Norway, Mona Yule, and others haven't answered? Why is it that for asking these questions, intercity press is banned from the UN since 3 July 2018? Well, we're not stopping. We're going to continue to push and to press, and we're going to continue to report here. Matthew Russell Lee, Inner City Press, Court Kate Cass, Maximum Maxwell.